on today's episode, we're talking to Sarah Gaines, aka the Six Figure Travel Nurse, who leveraged a traumatic bedside experience to become a leading travel nurse expert and nurse entrepreneur. Tune in as we dive into Sarah's Nurse Boss Shift. Hey, nurses. I'm Kiana. And I'm Crystal. And this is the Nurse Boss Shift, where a shift happens. We're here to help you shift your title from employee nurse to boss nurse. Step into your power as an entrepreneur and build a highly profitable business using the skills you already have and learn some new ones along the way. Let's get into it. All right. All right. Welcome, 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 you guys, to the Nurse Boss Ship. It's your girl, Dr. Jones. And Crystal. And we have a special, special, special guest, someone who I know personally, but I also respect and love her soul. So we're going to talk to Miss Sarah Gaines. I'll go ahead and introduce her since she my friend, not for real. <laughs> so Sarah is also known, and some of you who are listening may already know her as the six-figure travel nurse. She is crushing <laughs> the game in these travel streets, in these IG streets. And I actually met Sarah um, on social media, um, Instagram to be exact. Um, I reached out to Sarah. Um, and then I didn't hear from her for like about six, seven months. Not for real. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> like, <"Hey, girl." laughs> Listen, I have had people tell me that too. It is just all love when you busy. Like, yes. But um, <laughs> so anyway, Sarah has a whole community, and I'm gonna let her really hop in here and tell a little bit about her community and about herself. But she started as a travel nurse and now she is basically empowering and emboldening travel nurses to charge their worth, you know, get their money and, you know, just make the best out of life and not get caught in these travel nurse streets with their pants down. So Sarah, without (laughs) further ado, (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and let you chime in and just talk, tell us about yourself, your nursing background and about your travel nurse um, group. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me and allowing me to share my knowledge and experience on your platform. I very much appreciate it. Um, You gave me a really great introduction. So yeah, I'm Sarah, also known as a six-figure travel nurse. Um, Yeah, I basically started nursing about 10 years ago. And after about three years as a staff nurse, I jumped into travel nursing, ended up being bamboozled one too many times and ended up creating a course to help nurses who don't want to struggle. Mm. The the short steal of it. (laughs) I did not realize that you were a travel nurse for three years before you started. A staff nurse? I mean, a staff nurse for three years before you started. How did that feel like that? What made, because back then, it really wasn't a thing. It was not. It definitely, it was absolutely not a thing, travel nursing. And I had never heard of travel nursing and I didn't even know of another travel nurse. And so the first person to actually bring up travel nursing to me was my dad. He was an entrepreneur, world traveler. He spent half of his life living in other countries. And so he heard of this like, travel nursing thing and brought it up to me and 
said, dad, you're crazy. I'm not doing that. Like, it was like, it just, it sounds unstable. It sounds risky. And it kind of sounds like a scam. Like, what do you mean I can make twice as much money, work half the time and live my best life? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> so right. initially right. I just really wasn't, yeah, it just, it just didn't seem like a thing. And so initially I just really wasn't into it, but after about a couple, the first couple of years into my staff job, I had landed quote unquote, my dream job in labor and delivery, level one trauma center, one of the quote unquote, best hospitals to be at. And I quickly found myself just like really burnt out, overworked, mandatory overtime, all that good stuff. And um, I kind of thought about travel nursing, but I was too scared to do it. But the straw that broke the camel's back was um, in 2015, my dad was diagnosed with cancer. And um, I, I was his hospice nurse. So I took care of him until the day that he passed away. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. it has been a while since I talked about this. Um, so long story short, you know, he, um, he passed away and his funeral was on Sunday and I was required to go to work on Monday. And mm-hmm. so I called my manager and asked if I could just have just a couple of days off, not even a week off just a couple of days off because it was the day after my dad's funeral. And the answer was no, we're short staffed. You just need to come here. So I went to my dad's funeral on Sunday and came to work on Monday. And um, as I mentioned before, I'm a labor and delivery nurse. So I was taking care of my patient. She delivered a beautiful baby boy. And then she called her dad into the room to say hello to his first grandchild. And I just lost it. I was like, my dad is, never going to see me get married. He's never going to see me have my first child. I was, before I knew it, I was literally in the fetal position on the floor, just crying. And all my coworkers were surrounding me. They knew the situation. Like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And then I feel my manager's hand on my shoulder. And I look up at her and she said, Sarah, you're making a scene. I need you to get up, clean up your patient. Cause you have another one waiting in triage. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. So at that point, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. First of all, I'm about to shed some tears. Like, (laughs) right. So at that point, my dad was um, on hospice and cancer, and I took care of him as well. So I can understand. And the idea of going back to work the next day. No, 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 no. Wow. Yeah. It was so. It was so hard. And when I was treated that way, I just that was my reality check. Like I, I hadn't been happy mm-hmm. for a while, but that was a straw that broke the camel's back. And I was like, you know what? I don't even really know what travel nurse. I remember calling my mom and being like, I think this whole thing is kind of a scam, but I don't care if I get to my assignment mm-hmm. and it's not what they say it is. Like, I don't care. Like I just, I felt I was at rock bottom mm-hmm. and I couldn't go anywhere else right. from there. So basically that's right. pretty much what happened. The short story of it is, in that moment, of course, I wanted to quit. Everyone, everyone is always like, why didn't you just quit? I wasn't in the financial position to quit, you know? And um, so I did exactly what my manager said. I had to clean up my patient, get the other patient. But later on during the day, I was on my lunch break and I was looking up travel nurse jobs. And sure enough, mm-hmm. a recruiter called me and was like, oh, uh, there's this great job. It's in Dallas, which is where my family is. Um, and I still qualified as a travel nurse in Dallas because I was living in Houston. So they're like, it's a travel nurse assignment. You can be closer to um, your mother. You're, you're going to make twice as much money and you could be working day shift. And I was like, what? 
hung up on the recruiter. It sounded like a scam. Um, but <laughs> what made me call the recruiter back was as soon as I got off the phone, I was scrolling through the emails. And before my dad had passed away, he forwarded me this email with a travel nursing position. And it was it was the exact same job that that recruiter had offered me. So I called the recruiter back and I was like, I'm just going to take the job. And the recruiter's like, what? I thought, you know, I thought you weren't going to do it. I thought you said it was a scam. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm taking the job. You know, I don't care. It's, you know, it's a sign. My dad wants me to be there. So I applied for the job. The manager called me back within an hour. I ended up running to the um, supply room. I did my interview in the supply room, aced the interview. The, the manager offered me a job. I sent over my contract, got it signed, accepted the job. And by the end of my shift, I told that manager, bye. I put in my two weeks and that's how I jumped into travel nursing. <laughs> well, I don't even know what <laughs> if you have a soft crying. I mean, interview done. <laughs> You're crying. Right. You're crying. Like, that's two weeks. Oh, wow. questions and were to know be, where you are today yeah. right the questions were going to be like where does your passion come from bam <laughs> right bam like <laughs> right <laughs> yes all of that that's why everyone wow. oh everyone always asks me like why are you so passionate about travel nursing and i'm like you just have no idea how much it changed my life and that's why I just want everyone in their mom to become a travel nurse. Because at the time when I was a staff nurse, I had no idea what travel nursing was, nor all of the things that I could do with travel nursing and the opportunities that it would open me up to. And so I just feel like now that it's it's gotten to me to gotten me to where I am now. And it is my life's mission to tell as many nurses about it as possible because I know one too many nurses that are just not happy and they don't even realize that travel nursing is an avenue for them because they feel like, oh, travel nursing is unstable. I'm going to lose control. But in reality, it's the fastest way to actually take control of your nursing career and um, you know put the power back in your hands. So for me, travel nursing, my first assignment not only increased my income, but I was able to move to the city that I wanted to work in, be closer to my family after my dad passed away, start working, you know, day shift, which is something that I really wanted. And I was actually able to take the time off I needed to grieve my father. Mm -hmm. Travel nursing gave that to me. The money icing on the cake. The fact that I was able to actually get that time off and be closer to my family at that time, like that's what made it worth it for me. Priceless. So, priceless. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, your turn. So Chris said oh. priceless. <laughs> and it is. Yeah, that was my, <laughs> so that's all I can say what, right now. <laughs> what, what was the, cause you're, so you, you, you embolden and empower travel nurses, but you're like 30,000 foot, perspective is to really get them to, and correct me if I'm wrong, to leverage it to live the life they want. Right. And so I've always admired that. First of all, you know, I I always tease about my little baby travel assignment. (laughs) All I did in 14 years. So everybody know that. I've never, I actually, the funny thing is I was trying to travel to Dallas to be with my best friend, but I couldn't find a roommate. And then I just never did it because I couldn't find a roommate and, and there was no 
Instagram with people teaching how to do these. Things. So I went on a little <laughs> yeah. like com, and I couldn't right. find the right roommate and it just never happened, but I tried. Yeah. <laughs> but I so still don't I, feel like I fully understand the scope of travel nursing either. I, I feel like travel nurses are the real rebels in nursing. Though. I mean, okay, <laughs> I don't, not the newbies, not like post-COVID travel. I mean, not to, no shade yeah. to them, but does that make sense, Sarah? Like, Absolutely. I, the people who dared like before they were bringing the 10 K a week type of mm-hmm. thing are really the rebels. Like they were already out in it. And I remember when I worked bedside, I would look at them like, how do you just leave your family? And how do you this? And how do you mm-hmm. just navigate through a city you don't know? And I was just, I always admired them. Um, I didn't quite yeah. understand it. So when I did my little baby assignment um, <laughs> um, after COVID, I, I had a, my experience was one that really made me appreciate them even more from a different perspective. But I thought about you because what you, so I use that money, leveraged it to put into my business. And so right. is that pretty much what, cause you have a, a whole community of nurses and you are leading them from not just get the money, get the money, get the money perspective, but it's like, get your life, like the life that you deserve and live the life that you want. How did you get to that point? Oh, I love that question. Um, Yeah, I will say that is the biggest difference between, I feel like when you are looking up travel nursing or, you know, looking up travel nurse tips or whatever, you hear a lot of people talking about, oh, get the highest paying contract, jump into a high paying contract or crisis rate contract, whatever. And I see travel nursing from a completely different perspective only because I learned things the hard way, like trust and believe I've, I've been the crisis rate nurse. I've completed more than 15 crisis rate contracts. So I definitely have been there and done that. But I realized, you know, shortly into my travel nursing career that, you know, I was burnt out as a staff nurse. I jumped into travel nursing for like the freedom and the flexibility, but the crisis rate contracts were leaving me burnt out once again. And I just felt like I was right back at square one. And so now my perspective on travel nursing is number one, it's not a temporary goal. You don't just jump into, well, no shade to you, Dr. Jones, but (laughs) I tell nurses for 13 years too. Like you got one year nurses trying to jump into it. Yes. Don't make it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But those one year nurses, six month nurses that are trying to do it, that's, yeah. Yes. So I tell nurses all the time, I'm like, this is not for the nurse that the the six figure travel nurse course is not for the nurse who wants to do one crisis rate contract and meet a small goal and then leave travel nursing and go back to the staff job that they always hated. It's really for the nurse who looks at travel nursing as a career. And many nurses don't realize that you can be a career travel nurse. I'm 10 years in this. Like you can do this as a career. And then when you look at it from a long-term perspective, when you pick your contracts, not just based off the money, but when you leverage premium contracts and strategically choose them in a way to where it fuels your personal, your professional, and your financial goals, you're able to leverage travel nursing to not only accelerate your career, but also just put you in the position position to retire early. That's what I'm all about. And honestly, I wish when I was a staff nurse, I was so like, you know, I'm a Capricorn, um, very much a a planner. And I was like, this is my career path and travel nursing deviates me away from that. But no, you can leverage travel nursing to actually 
accelerate your career and reach your goals, whether that's to leave the bedside, whether that's to, you know, climb up the corporate ladder, you can leverage travel nursing to go down each of those avenues. So at what moment? So you were doing travel nursing. Oh, go Go ahead. Go ahead. So you're doing travel nursing, um, doing travel nursing. And I'm sure you were telling, because that's how usually businesses start your, your coaching and telling other people how to do things, how to get the right contracts. So when did you have the aha moment of turning this into a business? Had you ever thought about business before or was this completely new to you? I had never thought about being an entrepreneur at all. It was something that just kind of fell into my lap. So I initially, you know, I started travel nursing and (laughs) I was struggling the first couple of years. Like it's not all chocolates and roses. You know, bell negotiations left me completely broke. I had, there was a point where I was homeless the day before my contract because my housing fell through. I mean, just like anything and everything that can go wrong, working with companies that completely bamboozled me, they were not reliable, like recruiters that scammed me, all the terrible things you could think of happened to me. And I was sharing it on my Instagram because I was like, listen, y'all need to know, ain't nobody talking about this. And y'all need to know. But then after the first like three or four years, I started to get a hang of travel travel nursing. I started to get really good at this. I started to realize like, wait a minute, I know how to pick the right company. I know how to spot out the scammers. I know how to actually negotiate and get what I want. And a lot of my friends jumped into travel nursing, something crazy happened and they kind of jumped out and they were just like, Sarah, you've been a travel nurse for several years. How are you living your best life. Like you don't even work half the time, half the time you on vacation. How are you making (laughs) twice as much money? You can afford to spend, you know, six months off. And that's actually how um, I came up with the name Six Figure Travel Nurse. It's not about making six figures. It was about the fact that I had six months off a year and was still taking home six figures as a nurse. Like a lot of nurses can't say that. And so long story short, nurses were like, you know, can, can you help me? Like, how, how are you able to do it? And I actually initially wasn't even working, you know, now in my community, it's, you know, if you want to start travel nursing, come in, or if you're currently a travel nurse, but I initially was working with only people who were currently traveling and they were struggling because they were like, you don't figure it out. Like what's the tea. And so I was, you know, helping people out, answering questions. And it just literally got to the point where there was hundreds of DMs, hundreds of questions. I could not keep up with people. So I was just like, you know, I'm sharing content on my Instagram as much as I can. I'm sorry. I cannot get back to everyone's DMs. And then people were like, please, please, we don't, we'll pay you. Just help me. I will pay. I will send you the money. And I was like, money at you. Yeah. So, I mean, that's literally how it fell into my lap. So I said, okay, well, let me sit down and think about the most common questions that people are asking. Let me think about the most common obstacles that people run into. Let me think about like the, my years of experience and how I can make the process just easier for nurses and teach them how to save money, save time, save, you know, frustration. And I, created a course. And it honestly, um, the first time I had a couple people enroll. And then after that, it just, it's my community to this day. It still just grows mainly by word of mouth. People just, every time I ask people, what made you join the community? Girl, my homegirl said, I better get in here. That's the best form of flattery. You refer somebody 
that lets you know that you're doing the right thing and that people really rocking with you like hard. So I love that. Yeah. And then you have the course, but now it's more. It's like not just a course on like, hey, here's how you negotiate contracts, here's how you this, but now you have like a whole community. How did how did you add that piece on it or what happened? I mean, honestly, I feel like it kind of I mean, it's the course is beyond me. It's beyond like anything I could have ever dreamed that it would be. Um, and it originally started off as a, a course and it's just a small little tight knit community. And like I said, I think just because it's grown so much by word of mouth and now there's just like, you know, thousands of nurses, it just grew into this beautiful community. And even, you know, with me doing the events, the live events and stuff now, that was just all my community being like, can you do an event? I'm like, okay, fine. Pressure me. <laughs> like it's beyond me. <laughs> but I think it's just because we all just, it's just, it hits different when, like you mentioned, Kiana earlier, travel nurses, we're a different breed. We're... <laughs> We're a completely different breed. We're typically really ambitious. And um, especially specifically for nurses in the Six Figure Travel Nurse course, we're ambitious, we're career oriented, we're, we're goal oriented. And so, yeah, the community is just really close knit and it just exploded from there. Um, so, yeah, did I answer the question? <laughs> Yeah, you did. You did. Yes, you did. Yes. With nurses, I feel like we're driven by like passion. We're driven by like being able to help those who need us. Right. And I think a lot of nurses, especially when it comes to nurse and entrepreneurship, I feel like we miss the mark a lot of times because we don't let that same passion and the, the need to feel to be able to help others. We don't let that guide us in our journey, like we'll see somebody, oh, such and such has a Turo. Let me go and, you know, get a car on Turo or let me go and do an Airbnb. It's like, what do you, cause you have to be fulfilled so that when those moments that things are not going your way, you can still hang in there. Cause you know, people are depending on you. Would you, cause I'm sure you had mm -hmm. challenges in your six figure travel course where things didn't go the way you wanted to. Would you say that that's what made you kind of just still stick with it and see it through versus just saying, Oh, forget it. I'll just go pick up another travel assignment. Um, yeah, I would say the biggest, I mean, oh my God, it's so crazy how jumping into entrepreneurship is just, as you know, it's just, it's, it can definitely be challenging and it's not always easy. And I would say what has kept me to it is I feel like one thing about nurses, um, that I've realized that a lot of nurses have in common is like the guilt when you do leave the bedside. Um, there was part of, I mean, I'm a retired nurse now. Right. And <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's like, it should be something that's celebrated, but I kept it low key. It's been almost three years since I've yeah. been retired, but I kept wow. it low key because I felt guilty. I've, felt like mm -hmm. oh, should I be at the bedside helping like and I, I I really felt guilty about it but what to reframe that what it comes down to is yes I am very passionate about helping patients and there are a lot of days that I miss the bedside but I'm actually more passionate about helping nurses because who is out there helping nurses like that's literally right. no one these hospitals right. want us at the bedside and that's another thing that nurses need to understand you got to figure out how to make some money away from the bedside so that when you are burnt out, 
you have the option to take a break. And guess what? The hospital is not going to tell you or encourage you how to do that because that does not benefit them. It benefits them to keep you at the bedside and to keep you thinking, oh, well, let me just pick up some more overtime and no, figure out a way to make some extra income away from that environment so you can have that work-life balance. But um, yeah, when it comes to passion, what really keeps me going is the community. If I wanted to quit tomorrow, I couldn't. There is <laughs> there's too many nurses. Yeah. yeah um sure, and right. like it's just really inspiring too. I tell the community all the time. They're like, oh you're such a great mentor. I'm like, y'all inspire me. You know, when we do our weekly strategy calls, just being on a call with the community and us exchanging ideas and encouraging each other and seeing their wins and seeing what they're doing. It is really inspirational and amazing. And I just want other nurses to experience that. And another thing about the community, it basically is a community that I wish I had when I started travel nursing. Um, I didn't realize it until, you know, it kind of came forefront, but I just curated the community that I always wanted. I always wanted to be surrounded by other nurses. Most nurses think I'm crazy. They think my dreams are too big. They think my life is wild. But when I'm talking to the nurses and six figure travel nurse course, they're like, yeah, it's just normalized because that's what we all are doing. And I love that. I love it. They get it. I love, I love that you said that because that is the ultimate goal is, is us mentoring and coaching nurses is not to pull every single nurse from the bedside because we still need nurses at the bedside, but we want them to be happy and have something else to look forward to. And if they know they're getting well paid through a contract, then they're going to be a better nurse. If they're able to take two or three months off, they're going to be a better nurse for those patients. So essentially we still are helping patients by helping the nurse, by helping the nurses. Um, I wanted to ask you too, because I feel like nurses struggle with just having their own knowledge um, or thinking that the knowledge they have isn't enough. Um, So the fact that you took something you already had knowledge about and created a business, what would you say to nurses who are really um, passionate and really educated on a particular topic? Um, You know, like I saw one nurse, she was doing wound care for feet and noticed elderly had issues getting out to their podiatry appointment. So she made a whole foot care business off of that. So how would you speak to the nurse who knows that they're passionate and educated about a particular topic, but they're still scared to start a business because they don't think that um, their their knowledge is worth anything or that nobody will come to them because they're just this little nurse? What would you say to that, (laughs) that nurse? That's such a good question. And that goes back to that's what hospitals want you to think. (laughs) That's what they want you to think. So you stay the bedside. But at the end of the day, there's so many different avenues that we can go down and you can absolutely like your knowledge, your expertise and your experience absolutely has value. And I personally think that nurses make the best entrepreneurs because we are so in, we're so innovative. We literally have to be at the bedside, you know what I mean? And we have to, especially when it comes to being flexible and learning how to adapt. That's what nurses do. We're great people. Uh, what is it? People persons? What? Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what the yeah. word of the phrase is, yeah. but we're really good with people. We have emotional intelligence. I think we make the most yeah. amazing nurse um, entrepreneurs. So I would say um, if you are scared to jump into tra- or not travel nursing, if you're afraid to jump into entrepreneurship, 
I would say surround yourself with people who are doing it to help normalize it and to also show you what's possible. Listen to podcasts like this, follow, you know, people on social media, join communities and connect with nurses who are doing those types of things so they can show you what's possible for, for you. Yes, that is. And see, that's the thing, because every, not every, but oftentimes what nurses will do, and I, and this is, we're talking about nurses, but this is anyone, is they will constantly fit, find a way to validate somebody else and not validate themselves. And we are so guilty of that. And like, Crystal, I love that you gave the example of the wound care nurse. Like she did something mm-hmm. that she she found a need. And then she created a business around that and it's around her expertise. Like you don't, honestly, I wish people would start thinking more outside the box instead of inside the box that boxes that we see all over social media. I feel like it really does us a disservice, you know, because then we spend time trying to wonder why our business is not doing like, you know, Jane Doe's over here, but Jane Doe has a different level of passion than you and her expertise is different. And you're trying to do what she's doing instead of doing what you've already been gifted with. So we want to ask you this question before we head out. This has been such an amazing interview, but we like to give our listeners homework. So if you could (laughs) provide us with three things that you think nurses could do right now that would at least initiate the nurse boss shift if they haven't done it already. Okay. Three things they can do right now. You just done hit me with this homework (laughs) to give them Lord. And added three things. (laughs) (laughs) I would say the first thing to do that I think is most important is shift your mindset. Um, I feel like it's very hard to take action or move forward until you um, work on your mindset. So just shift your mindset about the things we just talked about. You're not just a nurse. You can do so much more. And I think a lot of nurses underestimate themselves and what they're capable of. And don't be afraid to learn a new skill set that may be outside of the bedside. Um, I actually was talking about this yesterday on my Instagram. It's like having that cushion of skills that are away from the bedside gives you the ability to take time off, you know, when you need to. And so, um, yeah, don't be afraid to learn skills away from the bedside. And then another thing I would say, this is hard. Y'all putting me on the spot. What about (laughs) investing though? Cause Sarah, you invest in yourself too. Now I know you said mindset, but what about that? Yes. I would say, don't be afraid to invest in yourself. Um, I think a lot of people on social media love to talk about like investing in everything else, like, Oh, real estate or stocks or, you know, whatever. But I'm like, for me, I invested myself first because you really cannot lose when you invest in yourself. And that is a big reason why my business has been so successful, why I've been able to just grow and evolve and expand over the years because I'm not afraid to, number one, invest in a course or program that is going to teach me a invest in skills that can help you earn more money. So basically I was going to ask you, what does investing yourself look like? Yes. That's what it looks like. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's so many courses and stuff. I mean, I've taken copywriting courses. I've taken an ads course. I know how to run my own ads. And then now I do consulting, ad consulting for healthcare companies. Um, you know, there's so many different skills that I've learned over the years that literally earn me extra passive income now and will continue. If I lose everything tomorrow, I can still start making money immediately because you didn't take away my skills that I've learned and I can always leverage those to earn money. You know what I mean? Um, so yes, and don't be afraid to invest in courses to help you learn a new skill. And also don't be afraid to invest in communities. I think nurses are so, I'm not going to say scared, but the mindset around like, Oh, I I don't, I don't want to pay for this community and blah, blah, blah. You know, for me, I've had like the biggest transformations and the best um, connections from the paid communities that I have been in. I just feel like it just takes you to a different Mm -hmm. level when it's a paid community, because number one, it tends to be um, people who are within the same like mindset and area that you are in. And also people who are just more committed to the goal of that community and being in the same room with those types of people has just really been priceless to me. And it's surrounding yourself with, people who are where you aspire to be will help normalize that in your brain and help you realize that it's possible for yourself as well. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah, that is so true. This has been absolutely first. I was gonna of say all, that's so um that's so <laughs> no, I'm just gonna call Sarah out on all this these emotions she done took us through. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, I was going to say that's so true about community because when I was looking to become a nurse entrepreneur, which I didn't even know existed at the time, uh, when I found that community, it was so mind blowing to me. And it's so important to be around other like-minded people because like you said, it'll start making things seem normal. So not knowing about nurse entrepreneurship to going to a community of 300 nurse entrepreneurs was like, oh, so this is normal. And we all do other things besides owning, you know, nursing homes and care facilities. Like that's all I thought that nurses own was like CPR and home health. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yeah. But then I was, I was introduced to a community to learn that we can take the simple knowledge, like I was saying earlier, that we have and turn that into a business. So I think community is just so important to have. Yes. Agree 1000%. I feel like community and connection is everything it really is yeah Yeah. (laughs) yes well sarah it has been an amazing interview i mean honestly i did not expect it to be this way i'm so glad i appreciate you for sharing your story with us also and giving a little tea too oh my right We appreciate you. And um, yeah, so what we're going to do is, Crystal, do you have any last? We've already asked you for the homework. So so can you just tell us what you have coming up next with the six-figure travel nursing community and where you guys are, where the community is heading next? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, you guys can find me on Instagram at Sarah underscore Gaines. Watch my stories. I spill a little bit of tea and also give you a behind the scenes look of what it's like to be a retired nurse entrepreneur. Um, and then you can head over to sixfiguretravelnurse.com to learn more about the Six Figure Travel Nurse and the community. I would say what's next for us. I mean, 
doors open three times a year. So when this podcast episode airs, um, maybe the doors will be open for you to join our community. Um, I would say for 2023, we have a ton of events coming up. We have a really amazing industry expert that's going to be <laughs> joining us at our next live event, our next six-figure traveler vacation. Yes. I'm super excited to see you there, Kiana. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us. We, yes. You, know, you, you guys make sure you follow Sarah. Get, if you're travel or interested in travel or interested in even a community, make sure you tap in with Sarah because I mean, those ladies are, I've met them at one of her retreats already and I got re-invited. So boo yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> are absolutely amazing women and you need to be around like-minded people. Most likely the people around you don't have the same thought process as you and believe it or not, they are affecting you and making that nurse boss. Yep. So, all right, Sarah, thank you so absolutely. much. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We hope that you had as much fun as we did and most importantly, got tons of value from this conversation. Post your biggest aha moments and tag us on social. You can find all of our info in the show notes. And if you love the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave us a review. We're so grateful for each and every one of you and cannot wait to see you crush it in your businesses. Talk to you next time.